from the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel. With the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. Welcome to the celebration of the Daily TV Mass. I am Father Francis Salesiar. The televising of this Mass is made possible by the contributions from three donors. The first is Rosalie Montenegro from Madrid, Spain, to commemorate and celebrate the life of their beloved Bianca Montenegro Ruth, from her loving son Rafa, and the Montenegro family in Madrid, Manila, and Toronto. The second is an anonymous donor from Singapore for the souls of Regina and Alfred Joseph, Vivian and Joseph Enriques, and Carol Enriques, and those who have no one to pray for them. For Aaron and Carmen Joseph, and all those who have left the Catholic Church, and for peace within the family. The third is Clara Colbert from Scarborough, Ontario, in loving memory of her husband, Lloyd, who died 10 years ago, for the living and deceased members of the Colbert and Kriegler families, and for the souls in purgatory, especially once no one prays for. Our sincere thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. As we come together through the scriptures of today, Jesus challenges each of us to read the signs of the time and to listen to the word of God that comes to us. Let us ask God's mercy for the moments where we have failed to adhere to the voice that comes from God. I confess to Almighty God, and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Maria, Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to life everlasting. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. Almighty ever-living God, direct our actions according to your good pleasure, that in the name of your beloved Son, we may abound in good works. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Ephesians. I, the prisoner in the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love. 
making every effort to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to the one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in all. The word of the Lord. Lord be with you. With your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, o Lord. 
Jesus said to the crowds, when you see a cloud rising in the west, you immediately say it is going to rain, and so it happens. And when you see the south wind blowing, you say there will be scourging heat, and it happens. You hypocrites, you know how to interpret the appearance of earth and sky, but why do you not know how to interpret the present time? And why do you not judge for yourselves what is right? Thus, when you go with your accuser before a magistrate, on the way make an effort to settle the case, or you may be dragged before the judge, and the judge hand you over to the officer, and the officer throw you in prison. I tell you, you will never get out until you have paid the very last penny. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord, Lord Jesus Christ. By now, Jesus has been doing many miracles and talked about the kingdom of God, but still people are not able to understand who he is or what his mission is. Jesus once again uses the signs of nature to bring about how at times people are blind to the reality that is staring at them and their failure to acknowledge it. He uses the natural forces of the earth and sky to bring about the spiritual reality and spiritual truth to his listeners. People of Jesus' time all knew how to interpret the science of nature. Shepherds and sailors had known for centuries that the color of the sky in the evening or the morning is a sign of a good or bad weather for many hours ahead. By using these ordinary things from nature, he invites his listeners and us to a higher reality of interpreting the signs of our times. At first, Jesus warns them that they were failing to accept what was right before their eyes. The truth about Jesus was there to be seen. None of these things had been done in secret. He was preaching in open, plain streets. He was preaching to the people. He was doing signs and miracles in the open. The evidence was clear. In his book, Look for Everyone, N.T. Wright says, I quote, So why can't they look at what is going on all around them? From the Roman occupation to the oppressive regime of Herod, from the wealthy and arrogant high priest in Jerusalem, to the false agenda of the Pharisees, and in the middle of it all, a young prophet announcing God's kingdom and healing the sick, why can't they put two and two together and realize that this is the moment all Israel's history has been waiting for? End of quote. So why can't they see? The evidence is there in front of their eyes. They can interpret the skies. Why can't they interpret and recognize this great truth? The answer is they didn't want to. 
So Jesus calls them, you hypocrites. The online dictionary defines a hypocrite as a person who pretends to have virtues, moral or religious beliefs, principles, etc., that he or she does not actually possess. Jesus continuously will attack the Pharisees and scribes for their double standard lives because they are do, saying something, but they don't do what they say for themselves. They quote scripture every time, but they don't learn from the scripture about the coming of Christ. That poses a direct challenge for each one of us. Most of the time we know what is good and bad. Our families know and our brothers and sisters know what is good and bad. But how often do we find ourselves and our families divided for some ordinary reasons? We can interpret nature, but we are not able to see what is happening in front of our eyes. I have seen families who are very faithful in the practice of the faith, and individuals who are very devout in saying their rosaries and attending novenas, but have great difficulty in dealing with their families, their brothers and sisters, and their friends. I have seen families divided based on a few hundred dollars, divided because of difference of opinion, divided because they have different political views. I often wonder, how could such faithful and obedient followers of Christ, like each of us, can do what they do? Again, the answer could come back is that they have two sets of lives, one for the church and for their daily lives. They are not putting the two and two together. If we are very honest with ourselves, each one of us are culpable of this one time or the other. We all know the danger of smoking. We all know the danger of drinking and driving. We all know the danger of riding a motorcycle without helmet. But how often we are caught up in doing the things that we know outrightly is dangerous. Quite often the problem lies with our will, not with our understanding. That's exactly Jesus is talking about. You're able to interpret the signs of the time, but you're not able to see what is happening in front of your eyes. If we want to forgive and let go, when we surrender ourselves to God, when we have to follow the rules and regulations, we feel that we are losing control over the situation. We are not able to give in. And that is hard for most of us. We all know the invitation of the gospel, but we have difficulty in applying them to our own daily lives. We are not that much different from the times of Jesus. The family members and co-workers are not that much different from the time of Jesus. So this takes us to the second part of the gospel where he invites the listeners to put things right while there was still time. Jesus invites us to change when there is time. If we don't act it, maybe it is too late. So dear brothers and sisters, let us be active 
in proclaiming our faith, not just in words and beliefs, but in our action. Let us do what needs to be done now. If we wait it, it may be too late. Let us make the call that we need to make. Let us send the email that we need to send. Let us talk to the person whom we need to talk. Let us stand and bring forth our prayers. Let us pray for ourselves, for an openness. Open up so that the Spirit of God may come into our lives and we be open to the call of Christ to see the signs of the time, to be open to the working of the Spirit. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For families that are broken, broken because of various reasons, who are not able to see the bigger picture, but are caught up in the smallness. For them, for their reunion, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all of those in the daily TV Mass community who have asked to be included in our prayer intentions book, we pray that during this time of thanksgiving, we may remain grateful for all our gifts and be willing to share our goods and talents with others. We pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord, let us take a moment to bring to God our own individual needs. We pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear our prayer. Let us make all these prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the wine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Wash me, cleanse me, cleanse me. Pray, dear brothers and sisters, my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. The Lord accept sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name for our good of all his holy church. Accept our offerings, O Lord, we pray, and in sanctifying them, grant that they may profit us for salvation through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For in goodness you created humans, and when they were justly condemned, in mercy you redeemed them. Through Christ the angels praise your majesty, Dominions adore and powers tremble before you. Heaven and the virtues of heaven and the blessed seraphim worship together with exaltation. 
May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in humble praise as we acclaim. Indeed, holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dew fall, so they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and ended willingly into his passion, he took bread, giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice once more, giving thanks. He gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is a chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life on the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Thomas, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with the Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, 
in the unity of the Holy Spirit. All glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command, formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart, as though you were already there. I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you, Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that receiving the grace by which you bring us to new life, we may always glory in your gift. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And your 
May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth in peace to love and serve one another. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass. We gather each